Okay, so yesterday we discovered that the three explanations about why the Torah begins with the Bays, not an Aleph, have direct relevance to three components in Torah. There is the Torah itself, there's the impact of the Torah on you, there's the impact of Torah on the world. And the three explanations we gave are d- directly um, relevant to these three components. But the underlying uh, theme of all three components is the explanation of Chassidus about why the Torah begins lighter base. You know, the only um, place that I know of that the Rebbe betrays how Chassidus gives life to all explanations of Torah and it goes to Rebbe goes through the four level layers of Torah, Pshat Ramaz Rishon Seyed about Meidaani in, in the famous book on the essence of Chassidus. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Well, um, so in that, that there goes through how Chassidus gives life to all every explanation. Uh, that that there directly says it. I'm saying the meaning of Chassidus, and I'm going to show you how Chassidus gives life to each explanation. But in this year also, you have a similar thing that tells us the meaning of Chassidus. And then with the meaning of Chassidus, now you go back to the three explanations of, of, of the commentaries, and they mean something different, but not different, but there's new life in them uh, through the explanation of Chassidus. What's the explanation of Chassidus about why the Torah begins with a base? Anyone remember? Why does the Torah begin with a lighter base? Okay, so the, the, two, the three explanations of, uh, that we gave were not Chassidus, but the explanations we gave were Beis is Lashon Bracha, we want to have a blessing, not a curse. We, we have another explanation that the world is created with three sides, the missing a fourth side. So to the Torah also has three sides, a three-sided base. I thought it was because the base is open on the left side. Right. And you read from left to right. Uh-huh. And you can't take the little dot in the base and go beyond the closure, which means there's Hashem knows and then this part is revealed to us. Oh, that's an explanation I share with you. Yeah. It's not mentioned in the Sikha. Um... Then there's the third explanation, which is that the, all the Torah we have is the world of Bria. Base is for Bria. Okay. So these are the three explanations which are not Chassidus. That's, that's, that, that, that's brought from other places. What explanation of Chassidus was my question. <coughs> what does Chassidus say? Why does the Torah start with the base? The whole thing about anointing. Yes. Oh, that, like, that's that's this. No, 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 no. First say it, then say if it's the same thing. Yeah. What is it? What's the question? 1.0 brought into the world 2.0, but it's really at the end of the day, everything that we're learning is just from Hashem and just His eloquence and just His essence. His, his drawing down something that's so far beyond the world and put into the world that we can tap into it and we can relate to Him. Um, it's the chesed that he's given us the ability to connect to him, which otherwise we would right. not. That's the Torah. You say, yeah, that's a, that's the right sentence. The Torah is Hashem's kindness to us, the ability to connect to him. Exactly. That, that actually, the, the previous Rebbe once said that in the, the Alpha of Anechi, Hashem is like a, a teacher taking the students uh, to Cheder. Uh, Moshe brings us to the Cheder, and Hashem teaches us. What does he teach us? Kometz Alafah. 
Kometz Aleph O of Anoichi. Anoichi begins with Kometz Aleph O, that same thing you teach a little child. So there's a Kometz Aleph O of a child. And then there's the way the Torah is learned in the, in the yeshiva. And there's the Torah the way it's learned in Atzilus. The Torah the way it's learned in Gandhi. And wherever they're learning in Torah, even the Torah of Atzilus, they're learning godly things that we can't even imagine, that's also Torah of, of, of uh, category two. It's not Hashem himself. It's just the words and letters and, and subject matter of whatever level it is, it's not the Abisha himself. Even the godly Torah of Atzilus, which is talking about godly concepts, is not Hashem himself. The essence of Torah is Anoichi, God himself. That's that. that. And they can only learn it out there also, so the only way to connect the essence is to be... The way learning Torah. No, no, no. No, there is Torah in all levels. And Torah in all levels is by connecting Tashem's essence. So... So uh, Torah, all, all the value of the learning Torah in this world versus the Torah in the other worlds isn't is not subject. Learning Torah, the, the mitzvah, they can do mitzvahs like that. Let's leave. Let's leave aside the, that 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 question for a second. The the point is that whatever you're studying in Torah, you're having intimacy with the divine. So the 1.0, the most important part of Torah is connection to God, and that's why the Gemara says. Uh, you, you, the most important thing about Torah is saying the bracha before Torah. And bracha before Torah means bonding yourself with bonding with God. That's 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 what Torah is. Then there is a subject matter. That's Torah two point So that's why even the Torah of Atzilus is called Torah of Bria, Torah base, because not the Torah of Bria, but even the Torah of Atzilus is the second point. It's not the main point. The main thing is connecting to Hashem. And that's why the temple was destroyed when they didn't bless Hashem before studying Torah, because the temple being destroyed means that the, the, there's Jerusalem and it's divested of godliness. So to a person learns Torah and he's not thinking about Hashem, he's taking God's wisdom and desire, and he's taking all of the the good stuff out of it, and he's just left with the um, with, the, with with the bare bones of it. He's left left with, with, with just the the details without without the without the core. Um, in Sifri Musar. There is a uh, parable that's given about Chazanim. Chazanim come to a shul and they sing and they sing, and people prefer to hear their voices and they, uh, and they don't think about the Chazan. The Chazan uses tunes from uh, secular sources and he sings them, and everyone likes the tunes. And, and the, the, the parable they give in the Muksa Musa about, about, about the tragedy of this is that. People decided to give a king a gift, and then on the way to while well, the person is going to bring the gift to the king, they all decide to eat the uh, the whole gift and leave the guy and leave, and leave the leave the bones to the king. So 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 that everyone's enjoying the food of the voice, but the actual subject of the 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 the, the, the davening itself, the meaning of the davening, they don't uh, care about. So the guy's sacrificing. The meaning of the davening for the tune of the davening for the, the way he's going to present it for it also you know in his honor I'm not going to get too much ridiculous right now I just wanted to say that it's possible to study Torah and have no idea about what you're doing that's the, so the Gemara's the Gemara's words the bracha is the main thing is 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 perhaps counterintuitive to uh, the way people study Torah today but that's what Torah is Torah is the Abishta. That Torah has base. There's whatever you learn Torah. That's just that's just not number two. The number one thing is it's God. So having that paradigm in mind, this Hasidic explanation in mind, you will be able to understand how these three the, the three explanations that we gave 
earlier are um, affected by the explanation of Chassidus and given new life by Chassidus. What do we say? There is a Torah of uh, there, there is there is the Torah of Atzilus, and all we have is a Torah of Bria. When you say a bracha before you learn Torah, you're changing the Torah itself. You're bringing the Torah to a higher level. When you learn Torah without the bracha, you're just getting the you're just getting the subject matter of it. But to bring the Torah to the world of unity, to the world of Atzilus, to make the Torah to be to to, to have that kind of intimacy with Torah, it changes the Torah. When you say bracha before Torah, it when you say a bracha for Torah, you are changing the, the very makeup of Torah, and you're bringing the Torah to a higher place, to the world of Atsilus. You're making Torah more authentic. You're bringing Torah to its, to its source. So it changes Torah. Number two, we said that, this, another explanation why Torah begins with the letter Bez, is because the world is made up of a place that has three sides missing the fourth side. What does that mean? In our, that means that the world need, the world is created in a way that it feels that it's it looks like. Again, I don't know what the physical meaning of the medrash is, but the way the medrash is saying is the world is made in a way that it looks like it's something something missing in the world. The world is made in a way that something is missing. What's missing? There is a creator that makes the world. So we learn Torah in this way that brings a sense in creation that the world needs the Abishta. Uh, which president was it in his campaign? He was saying, "There's one thing missing from the ca- from the campaign of the uh, G.O.D." Who was who said that? One, 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 who said that? Remember that? There's one thing missing from. The, I think it was Bush said about Clinton. Anyways, there's one thing missing from their campaign. They're missing letters G.O.D. So, so that's the sense that's given to the world. We studied Torah with a sense that Abishah gave you the, that this is God's Torah that brings the world also to have that feeling. We need the Abishah. That the world's missing something that Hashem. Hashem is what, what is, 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 is there and present, and He's making things happen. That sense of godliness is, in, is, is brought to the world by you studying Torah with that in mind. And then there is a third Then there's a third explanation. What's the third explanation? Bracha. Personal blessing. Are you being blessed by your Torah study, or are you being harmed by your Torah study? If you study Torah with the, with, with the godliness in the Torah, if you study Torah and realizing that this is just a subject matter and this is a way of connecting to Hashem, then your Torah is a blessing. But if not, then Torah is not a blessing. So the Hasidic explanation is, it defined, we had a, a very obvious question in that explanation. There's so many words in Hebrew that start with an Aleph. Good morning, Rabbi David. You drink too much last night, David? I think I had one too many, yeah. There are many explanations there are many words that begin with an aleph that are lousy, and many words that, that begin with an aleph that are great. And so with letter base. So how come we're saying the Torah begins with a base? Because the base is bracha. The answer is, what is Torah for you? If Torah is going to be a bracha for you, it has to be a base kind of Torah. You have to realize I'm, all that I'm learning is just number two. This is not what Torah is. For you, for you to for Torah to be bracha for you, you have to learn Torah in a way and feel this is just base. This is not the main thing. The main thing is Hashem. That, make, that brings a blessing to your Torah. Okay, that's what we did so far. Um, now we're up to Oizvav, which is on page... Um, sorry, we're up to Oizayin, which is on page 5. I mean, we're left with one, exp- one, one thing to, to understand. But one thing we didn't explain yet was the Torah of Ptolemy. We said that sages all translated the Torah for this Greek king Ptolemy 
And in, there, in that Torah, what does it say first? God. It says the word, the word God created in the beginning. It said in the beginning, right, right. And in that Torah, the Aleph is first. And we said that there's something strange over here. There's an interesting phenomena. In the Torah that's made for the Goy, there cannot be a base first. Why not? Why can we give him the Torah that starts with the base and give him the Sikha too? Learn the Sikha. Why do we have to give him the Torah that starts with the Nal? Something, something going on over here. Now can understand why the sages translate the Torah for this King Talmud in a way that as if the Torah begins with an Aleph. They, pre- they, presented, it, they presented the Torah incorrectly because they felt this is the only way you can understand the Torah. The Torah begins with an Aleph. Why did his Torah, the Torah begin with an Aleph? This concept that all of our learning and understanding Torah is only Torah 2.0, it's not the main thing, that's something that only Jews have and non-Jews don't have this. What does that mean? It says in the Talmud, if a goy, if a non-Jew studies Torah, he is deserving of the death penalty. A goy is forbidden to study Torah for the sake of studying Torah. He's allowed to study Torah for uh, to for a, a fun, to get something out of Torah. He can study Torah in order to um, better fulfill the seven laws of Noah. Listen to the sentence first, then describe it. Any part of Torah to derive what he's how he's supposed to perform the seven laws of Noah. He's learning Torah. To know how to fulfill the seven laws of Noah. For example, he could learn. I remember this Japanese boy whose father was Jewish. He was a genius. He was got accepted in college at a young, at record age, and uh, his father thought, thought maybe he should become Jewish because he's such a great genius. And uh, I gave him a, a section on Tanya called the gate, the gate of uh, oneness and faith, Shaykh Memuna. And his boy, incredible boy, he 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 wrote. A whole uh, essays on this on this section of Tanya. Anyways, the point is that Goy could study Tanya, but the oneness of God. How? Why? Because it's going to help him keep the laws of the laws he has to keep better. So it's it's for a, what's the word in English? It's for a, it's functionary. It's perfunctor. It's functional. For a functionary. No, it's no. a functional. functional. Okay, he can study Torah for a functional purpose. He can't study Torah for the sake of Torah itself. It has to be for something. It's not like the Greeks, Rebzev. Uh, the, the Greeks are studying Torah. To, uh, well, that's, uh, to get knowledge. To get knowledge. It's not for the godliness, it? Right, so but the, the Greeks are. Just to get knowledge. Talmud was the guy. Okay. I don't know if there was a justice in this or not, but the reason why the Greeks were able to do that to the Torah and use the Torah to enhance their way of life and their culture, and they used Torah for negative purposes to enhance their uh, their their whole. Uh, impure ideology was because a hundred years before the sages translated the Torah into Greek, and the sages wanted to accomplish a change in the Greeks and to lift them up, but instead they used that for a negative purpose to to imbibe their culture. Uh, ah, let's use the Torah's wisdom to uh, let's bring it also in, into our clipper. So, so that, that that's a subject in and of itself. But let's look let, let, before we. Let's look at what the sages wanted. To, what, what, let's first get at the basic thing. 
What's the difference between the way a Jew studies Torah and the way a non-Jew studies Torah? So, so far what we know is a non-Jew is not allowed to study Torah for the sake of Torah itself. He's only going to study Torah for something, for, for functional purposes. That they should get to do something with it. He should want to know how to keep the seven laws of no, he can study the whole study Torah. Since a non-Jew studies Torah, to know what to do, so what part of Torah do they have? They only have a connection to the logic of Torah. The essence of Torah is a Torah that we're dancing with in some Torah. The essence of Torah is beyond logic and reason. The essence of Torah is godliness. They have no connection to that Torah. The essence of Torah you connect to by seeing a bracha before studying Torah, by realizing the godliness that's there, by realizing, realizing the intimacy that you have with Hashem when you study Torah. That's the essence of Torah. That's only something the Jews have. What do we say before we study Torah? What's the bracha? We say that the most important thing before studying Torah is to say a bracha. What's the bracha? God chose us from all nations and gave us his Torah. That means what's going on when you're studying Torah is not that you're learning something about life, very important about life, something that God wants you to know about life, that's also true. There's also something functional that you're gaining by studying Torah. But beyond all that, what's happening is God chose us from all nations and He gave us His Torah. God is making a moment with you. It's, it's something special happening. God is having a romantic moment with you when you study Torah. That's, that's what the essence of Torah is. So that kind of relationship does not exist by the non They don't have that in Torah. Torah is not, is not, doesn't do that for them. They're, they're, not, they're not allowed to do that in Torah. It's not meant for them. They're only allowed to study Torah for Torah is God's wisdom that helps you live a lot better life. So use it. They can do that for one second. Let's finish the paragraph. Therefore, so when they translate the Torah for this King Talmai, so when they translate the Torah in a way that could be understood to non-Jews, they translate the Torah in a way that the first letter of the Torah is letter Aleph. By the non-Jew, logic of Torah is, there's a primacy on the logic of Torah. There's nothing higher than that. All they can connect to in Torah is the logic of Torah. So for the non-Jew, the number one thing in Torah is the wisdom in Torah. For the Jew, that's just number two. For the Jew, the number one thing in Torah is, the, is that there's a, is that there's an Abish Torah. This, this is God's Torah. This is, this is a vehicle to connect to God. For the non-Jew, the number one thing he has in Torah is the ideas. Beyond that, he doesn't he can't connect it. That's not, it's not meant for him. Then also because the Goyes don't have the Jewish neshama, so they can't really uh, appreciate the Torah the way oh. we can. And that's why when a non-Jew studies Torah, God's in, God's in, before God gave us the Torah officially at Mount Sinai, the knowledge of Torah existed. So, but, so what did God do when He gave us the Torah? He didn't give us the wisdom of Torah. That we had before. He gave us himself in Torah. He gave us his essence. Who did he give that to? He chose us from all nations. And he gave us himself in, our, in his Torah. Anandra studies Torah. Hashem didn't, Hashem didn't put that in his Torah. Even until today, although Hashem gave himself in the Torah, it's kind of like in the, in the plague of uh, uh, blood, where the, where the Jew takes the water from the Nile River and his water. The Anandra takes the water from the Nile River and his blood. God puts his essence in the Torah for the Jew. God says, here, I'm, I'm vulnerable. I'm here for you. I want to connect with you. When the Jew studies Torah. But a non-Jew studies Torah, all he's giving him is the information he needs to know to live his life. He has to, it's important for a non-Jew to study Torah. There's a lot of important information that's only in the Torah that God, the non-Jew needs to live his life. But that's all a non-Jew has in Torah. 
He doesn't have the number one. For him, the number one thing in Torah is the Aleph of Torah for the non-Jew. Torah 1.0 for the non-Jew is, and I'm going to put it by the wrong words, the number one thing that there is in Torah for the non-Jew is the information. For the Jew, the number one thing that's in the Torah is Hashem. Fanshtes Tavart. It's great to know, but at the Tachlis, when you're sitting down and talking to a Goy, and you're talking to him about how the world created something from nothing at every moment. Yeah. And he chops that more than most Stephen that I talk to. That's great. But that's Pesidus. That's like... He's allowed to study that. He, but he's... He's translate. now study that, not to connect to Hashem. It's helping connect to Hashem. Of course it's helping connect to Hashem. One of the seven laws of Noah is believing in God. He's, he has to learn. Believe, now we're time of Mashiach, and Nanju is encouraged. That they said translate that section of Tanya, Tanya into into Chinese. Nanju need, need to study Tanya. The sections of Tanya to help them keep the laws of the better. So it's important for Nanju to study that section of Torah to help connect to Hashem. It's great, but it's it's functionary. It's not that there's intimacy with Hashem at the moment you're studying Tanya. It's not that a, that's a magical moment. It's that this helps me live a better life because now I know about Hashem in a, in a deeper way. I, I have a rich understanding of Galilees. That Nanju Nanju is allowed to have a rich understanding of Galilees. He's not allowed to have the intimacy. That's not, that God, God doesn't, God's not intimate with him in his, in his Torah study. So if a preacher decides to put on his talus and to throw him in front of his Gentile congregation to show that he is closer, you know, theoretically, uh, uh, higher, makes his church higher, that's punishable. Because he's, he's using the signs to what, what punish- magnify his own culture. I, I don't know if there's actually... A, I don't actually if his punishment is administered by a court. The non studying well, Torah and he gets that, that death penalty. Yeah. And I, I think it just means he's liable to death penalty. He's liable to death penalty because he's, it's not meant for him and he's, and he's, he's it's sacrilegious. Yeah. So, so, so I, I, if the preacher does that, it's not, it's, he's deserving maybe of the death penalty if he does that, but I'm not saying that he's... No, we should, he's probably, there's probably one year sitting in the crowd who's like, oh, it's tefillin, I haven't put it on in 15 years, and the priest says, I should put tefillin on too, so before I have sign nowadays. Like the messianic, uh, I don't, I'm not sure I'm exactly with, yeah. with, with, with the way you're saying how it's going to yeah. work, but whatever, but the point is, forget about him doing the, the preacher, just, just him saying, this is God gave this to me, and I can have intimacy with Hashem, he's, he's, he's... Uh, Fooling himself. He's fooling himself, and he's taking the Torah where Torah doesn't want to go. Taking the, okay. okay, so now can understand something else. It's unbelievable. He's not doing anything. When do we first start reading? He's not drawing down any lights. He's not drawing down. So he's just putting on a piece of, of leather on his head that happened to be some Jewish words inside. He's not doing anything. So what is it? Bringing the Torah to where it doesn't belong or doesn't need to be. His mom is doing nothing. But it's sacrilegious. It's like it's like in the time of story of 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 uh, Purim, where the king is wearing the, the robe of the Kohen Gadol, right? It's a holy thing, and he's saying this is my robe. Okay, let's read the last paragraph. As Kriyas Parshas Breishis Maschim Simchas Why do we Parshas Breishis on Simchas Why do we start the base on Simchas It's unbelievable. Listen to this. This is a connect to what we just said. Simchas What happened Simchas Teira? You dance with the Teira. How do you get the essence of Torah? The essence of Torah you get by dancing with the Torah. Because what's the essence of Torah? The number one thing in Torah is the Eibishter. So you don't get that through logic. The Zohar says, the custom is to make a joy, to make joy with the Torah. It's called Simchas Torah. And you crown the Torah with its crown. 
there was some people in the show were wondering how, why does the Torahs have to have the crowns while we're dancing? Why is that the crowns? You're going to ruin the crowns. It's silver. But the Zohar says you have to put the crowns on the Torahs when you dance with them. Why? The Zohar says specifically, what's the way you rejoice with the Torah? By putting its crown on. What's the idea for the crown? The crown is above the head. That's the idea of the... That the idea of the crown of the Torah is the infinite light of Hashem in the Torah, the connection of the Torah and the Jewish people with the giver of the Torah. It's not just the Torah, the, 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 there is the crown of the Torah, the light of Hashem in the Torah. That's the, if you're dancing not just with the Torah, you're dancing with the, dancing with the crown, not with the information of Torah. You're not dancing because it's a wow, what a wonderful Torah we have. Torah it's a it's, it's wonderful, it's wise, it's great. No. You're dancing with the crown of the Torah. What's the crown of the Torah? The Abishter put himself in Torah. And through this, through the Simcha of, through the Simcha you have by dancing with the Torah, it's possible after Simcha's Torah, and De Simcha's Torah itself, to start reading Bereshis. What's Bereshis? Bereshis starts at the base. Now you feel that whatever you're going to learn is just the number, number two thing. When do you feel that Torah you're learning is just number two? After you dance with the Torah. When you dance with the Torah, then you get the feeling in the sense that the essence of Torah is beyond logic. Whatever I'm going to learn in Torah, that's the way Torah is contracted to my understanding. That's a way, that, that's, it's just a vehicle through which I connect to the divine. That's not the essence of it. I just want to say one sentence because I'm, I'm not sure the, the, the point was being portrayed over here. The point is, when you learn Torah, you have to feel this is the top thing in Torah is not the Torah itself. The top thing in Torah is Hashem. Torah is just number two. Torah is just a means to connect to Hashem Himself. It's not the essence of it. Torah is n- the logic of Torah, the ideas of Torah, the words of Torah aren't it. The it, the, what the base is telling you is there is an Aleph, there is an Abishter. It's not the subject matter, it's the entity that's giving over the subject matter. Right, that's, that's, that's the Aleph of Torah. There is an Aleph of Torah. Base tells you that, that all you're going to learn is just base. It's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's I don't want to use words that mean, means to an end, because I, but it's, it's, it's a vehicle to connect to Hashem's essence. Right. So whatever... If you can check... We, we, we don't know what Hashem's essence the Torah has ideas in it. The Torah has words in it. The Torah has letters in it. It gives you a direction. It gives you a tool. Though, those, by saying those words, you connect to God's essence. God puts His essence into, into the Torah that you're learning. So, whatever you're learning, just base. The first thing is the bracha of Torah. The bracha of Torah is the Abish gives you the Torah. 